Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So I have a joke from another comedian. This guy, this guy was a finalist on The Last Comic Standing. Okay. His name was... Or is. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm assuming he's still alive. Um, Gary Goleman. And his favorite joke of all time is, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how'd you like the play? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's horrible. That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. Okay. Now, I have some, um, just some Tips that could save your life. Um, Some of these are like, duh. But, you know, could help somebody. When boiling a pot of water, turn the handle inwards towards the center of the stove or counter. That way somebody, especially a kid, won't come by, knock it over, grab it, or pull it over on themselves. Uh, Duh. Yeah. Uh, When you're making a turn across oncoming traffic, keep your wheels pointed straight ahead until the the opportunity comes for you to make the turn. If your wheels are facing into the turn and someone hits you from behind, they will push you into oncoming traffic. Okay. Uh, Sharp knives are usually safer to use. Hmm. I mean, that makes sense because dull knives are horrible. Yeah. Um, If you find yourself hurt in a public place, direct your pleas to one person, not the crowd. Otherwise, everyone will think, well, someone else will help them. Mm, That's sad. It is. Uh, Clean and check the lint collector in your dryer regularly. Do not pull objects such as knives, glass, or splinters from a deep wound. They might be sealing or slowing the flow from an artery, or they might cut an artery when you pull them out. If your child goes missing in your home, first check any spots that would be dangerous for them to be. Then check their common hiding spots. Um, Cars are a big thing. If you can't find your kid, look in the car. Oh, yeah. Uh, When crossing the street at night, turn on your phone's flashlight and point it toward oncoming traffic. That's smart. Yeah. If you're going to be in cold weather, dress in layers to hold heat in better. Stay dry and be sure to protect your feet, hands, and face. Head injuries can take hours to manifest. Go see a doctor even if you think it's minor. If you wait, it may already be too late once you start showing symptoms. Mm. Pretty sure that's how Bob Saget just died. Oh, is it? I think he got a head injury and like was like, you know, okay, I just hit my head and mm. never woke up. That's not good. I'm pretty sure. I don't really know. But. Yeah. Um, if someone is in trouble in the water, bring something with you. A float, rope, or towel that can be used to bridge the gap between you so you can tow the person in. In their panic, they could pull you down. In the U.S. and other, in some other countries, you can notify the Department of State that you are going overseas for free. This means in the event of a natural disaster, political issue, etc., they know to, that you need evacuation. That's smart. Hmm. Uh, don't move someone injured unless there is imminent danger to them. If you're in a crowd and get stuck in a stampede, try your best to stay standing. If you do fall, assume a protective position with your feet tucked up and hands covering your head. 
Buy a glass breaker with a seatbelt knife and keep it in your car. It's a couple of bucks and it may save your life or someone else's. Speaking of that, I heard, so you know that your headrest? Yeah. Those are made to come out mm -hmm. and you're supposed to be able to break the glass with them. Nice. Yeah. I had no idea. No idea. That's a good And tip. I remember noticing one time that, like, when I went to lift it up, it just, like, came out. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Can, yeah, they come out. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. I thought yeah. they were like, you can remove this if you want. No. <laughs> it's meant to be able to break the glass. Did not know that. That's great. Uh, if you think you're being followed, turn right four times. Since you'll get to the same place, they shouldn't be following you anymore. If they do, you might be in trouble. Oh, yeah. If you're being tied up, make yourself as big as possible so you can... Easily wig, wiggle out, flex your muscles, and inhale deep to make more spaces oh, or more space. Screwed. I don't have no muscles. Well, you just like, <laughs> you know, make yourself big. Um, if you're performing CPR on someone who's stopped breathing, heart has stopped, don't stop until EMTs take can take the body away. Oh, that was it. Now, I did a couple things. So I have 10 scary facts about... Adorable creatures. <laughs> Snails have razor sharp teeth. Ooh. I didn't know they had teeth. I at didn't all. either. Ew. Oh my gosh. Slow loris monkeys have poisonous elbows. <laughs> what? Poisonous elbows? <laughs> it produces a toxic secretion from that from the gland in the upper arm that can cause a severe allergic reaction in other mammals. That's funny. That is weird. <laughs> Polar bears are vicious predators. Oh, I knew that. They're very cute, though. Yes, they are. <laughs> uh, Margays, never heard of that, are psychological manipulators. Oh, okay. It says they look like your typical house cat, but the way they survive is downright evil. When margays are hungry, they will mimic the cry of their intended prey to lure them over. Ooh. Little shits. Yeah. Dolphins like to bully and torture others. Not little dolphins. They're so cute. Well, they can actually be quite violent when they're in a playful mood. Oh. Dolphins have been observed using baby sharks like volleyballs. <laughs> and in one instance, ganging up on and killing porpoises in unexplained acts of aggression. Hmm. Holy shit. There's some bully dolphins. Hmm. Female penguins will kidnap others' chicks. <laughs> oh, that was it. And that was my weird beginning because I couldn't really find anything. So. Okay. I've got 10 real life paranormal experiences that will creep you out. This one is called The Lamp. A few years ago, one night at around 3 a.m., my wife and I were sleeping and I feel myself slowly waking up from a really deep sleep. My eyes started lifting up and as soon as they focused on the lamp on my dresser, it slid off and shattered on the floor. My wife and I quickly sat up and looked at each other, horrified at the startling noise. We agreed we would clean it in the morning and went back to sleep. The next morning, when we woke up, the lamp was at the foot of the bed, about five feet from where it fell, completely intact and not broken at all. We were still trying to make sense of it. What? Isn't that freaky? Yeah. Oh, my God. I would die <laughs> if something happened like that. And it's so weird and, like, 
Oh my god! All you can do is think, "Am I? Am I crazy?" Yeah. But if your wife saw it too, yeah, then that would make me feel a little better. But jeez, I would. I would think, are we both going crazy? Oh my gosh! They're like carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah, something. That's crazy. This one's called "The Girl in White." From three until thirteen, I lived in a nice home out near Yosemite National Park. Nothing super spectacular about it. Four bedrooms, a den, dining room, the norm. Just down a little dirt road, and if you've ever been around these parts, you'll know, miles away from civilization. My whole childhood, I was visited by this girl in white. She never spoke. I would just wake up at night and see or feel her there. I asked my dad, and his response every time was, the men in our family can see ghosts. My rationale of this, I'm a skeptic, I remain that to this day, but the story I'm telling made me question, I hate when people do that, was that we had some sort of mild schizophrenia running through our family. It didn't bother me. She didn't look like other people. There was something off about her. After my father died, my mother decided to sell the house and went through a realtor. We never once had contact with the buyers, only knew them by name. The buyers had a son who went to the same school as our old neighbors, dear friends of the family, and the son apparently came to school without sleep repeatedly, complaining that there was a girl who watched him at night and that he needed to get out. Ooh. Creepy. I know. The sibling experience. I am the eldest of three siblings, and of course, as we moved house to house, I got the basement bedroom most times. I was fine with this, being the eldest. This let me have privacy. The last home I lived in with my family before I moved out on my own, I spent five years in the basement bedroom. Through those five years, I experienced amazing night terrors and sleep paralysis on a very regular basis. There were a few incidents where I would wake up and the closet on the far side of the room would be open just a crack, and I'd stare at it knowing I had closed it and it would creak open just a touch more, then after what would seem like hours, slowly close and click shut. What? Not a slam, not a regular door close, a very slow, methodical one, if that makes sense. On two specific nights, I woke up, not suddenly like something jarred me, but just kind of rolled over, and at the foot of my bed, I saw a girl standing there. She looked very young, black hair, dark dress, and she did not move, didn't make a sound, and I never could make out a face. Both times I reverted immediately back to being five years old and hid my face under the sheets while my heart rate went full marathon pace. Eventually I would feel like it wasn't there anymore and I'd peek out and it would be gone. My parents are not believers in anything paranormal and I I never told them anything thinking they would think I'm crazy. I chalked it up to night terrors and extraordinarily realistic dreams during paralysis. I moved out and far away. My next sibling in line got the coveted adult room in the basement and life went on. I had a few Christmas visits and other holiday runs and at one point I remember going into that room to get a chair and seeing the closet door nailed shut from the outside. (laughs) I didn't question it as I thought there's no way it's related to my experience. Not long after that, on another return visit home, I went and checked the door to that closet. The nails were gone, but in place was a padlock, and there was clearly bundles of sage hanging above the closet and above the only exterior window in. 
I worked up the nerve to ask my mom what's the deal with the basement, and she reluctantly told me that my brother had seen things come in and out of the closet and that he had a girl appear beside his bed and terrorize him on several occasions. Now, no joke, I still haven't told them what I saw because I don't want them to have to move or be bothered with their basement over this. They're both retired, all kids have moved out, and they seem happy. They've also since gutted and renovated the whole basement. I've stayed there a few times now with my wife, and nothing has happened. Huh. That's so crazy when different people see the same yeah. thing at different times. They nailed the door oh shut. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I would have had to have said something. Yeah. I couldn't have let that go. I'd, I'd be like, okay, what's up? Well, yeah, I, I would have, too. I would have had to know why. The Nightwalker. The only one I have is when I was in fourth grade. When I was little, I would always sleep with my door open. I went through a phase where I would wake up between 3 or 4 a.m. every night, and every single night I would hear footsteps walking up my stairs, around my living room, through my dining room, across my kitchen, and down my hallway. They would always stop right before my doorway, then turn around and go back into the basement. But one night they didn't stop. What I saw was a shadow of a little girl or boy, couldn't tell, walk right in front of my doorway, look at me for a few seconds, then it walked away back down the stairs. Hell no. That is so creepy. Why did it change that one night? I don't know. Just just so they knew that they would see it? I don't know. I don't know. That's creepy. (laughs) The poltergeist. So I get home from my job as a server at midnight. One of my roommates was in the Navy and was deployed at the time, and the other one was at his girlfriend's house. I cook myself dinner, and as I'm cooking, my dog starts growling and barking towards the middle of the room at nothing. This is especially weird because she never, ever barks. She was a rescue, and I bought her as a sense of security when I'm home alone. I'm a female, and I could never get her to bark at anyone. I dismiss her barking as odd, but I finish cooking and eat. I start to clean and turn the sink on because it takes forever to get hot. But right when I turn around, the sink turned off on its own. Again, I think it's odd, but I don't really think it's worth freaking out over. The hair on the back of my dog is standing up straight, but no one is home and it's midnight, so I figured I'd just tough it out, even though I was beginning to get a little spooked. After cleaning, I go in the bathroom and sit on the sink to pluck my eyebrows. My bathroom was small with the sink immediately to your right as you enter, with the toilet next to it, bathtub at the end, and toilet paper dispenser directly across the toilet. It was a really narrow room so you could reach the teepee while sitting on the toilet. So the way I was sitting, the toilet paper dispenser was behind me. After two or three minutes, I hear a weird noise behind me. So I turn around and I shit you not, the whole roll of toilet paper was unraveling fast as fuck, like someone was pulling it. Oh my god. I noped the fuck out of that bathroom. The door was closed and it had no windows, so it couldn't have been a breeze. I put a leash on my dog and ran out of the apartment faster than Usain Bolt. By the time this happened, it was already around 2 a.m. None of my friends were awake, so I spent the night sitting outside of the door to my apartment. When I went back in the next morning, the whole roll of toilet paper was on the ground, and the roll was probably three-fourths full. I'm talking about a good five to ten meters of toilet paper. After that day, I never had an odd experience quite like that one ever again. 
but one of my roommates did mention that a few times he'd come home and find every door and cabinet in the place open when he specifically remembered closing them and leaving them that way when he left. This was when I was on vacation out of state and our other roommate was still deployed. What the fuck is that? That, for whatever reason, creeps me out the most. Like one-time things? Well, no, the cabinets... Oh, yeah, that is creepy. Like in the kitchen. The cabinet's all open. The drawer's all pulled out. Yeah, because just, it's, not, it's unnatural. Yes, it just freaks me out. Yeah, that's creepy. If I ever walked in my kitchen and that was, oh, my God, I would die. Well, that wouldn't happen in my kitchen. Well, no, but <laughs> <laughs> it could in mine if it yeah. wanted to. I would freak out. <laughs> the young man. We moved into a house and everything was really quiet for the first six months or so. The neighbors told us that the people who lived there before had moved after their teenage son died in a motorcycle accident. Then after that first six months, my dad died, not in the house. After that, stuff started to happen. I would have friends sleep over, and one night my friend woke me up because she said there was a young guy standing in my bathroom. So I went and checked, and nothing was there. Over the next few years, just about any friends that stayed overnight had said they saw the tall, blonde, young guy walking around the house. We did have a few other things happen, like a wine glass was on the counter and it broke. No one was touching it, it just shattered on the counter. Another time during winter, we had the heater on and my room was always the warmest in the house and it was ice cold as you walked across my bedroom to the bathroom that was connected. The creepiest thing was when my boyfriend was sleeping on the couch in the middle of the night and he said he woke up to a young guy pushing him off onto the floor. Oh my gosh. He said the guy didn't say anything, but my boyfriend at the time knew that he had to leave, and he did. He wouldn't stay at my place after that. (laughs) (laughs) The ghost is like, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) It's my girlfriend. Well, like, what (laughs) what was going on? Like, does he think that he's not dead? And, like, someone was in his house? I don't know. What is, why, what is going on? So crazy. So much crap. We don't know what's happening. Oh, I know. Keeps it interesting, doesn't it? It does. Sure does. (laughs) The stalker. I'm not usually one that believes in the paranormal, but this made me question everything. My girlfriend had always told me her house was haunted. I'd always hear creaks and stuff upstairs and the occasional footstep, but I always played it off as normal house noises until one night in August of this year. We went downstairs watching TV like usual, about to go to bed when we both got a very weird feeling almost simultaneously. She gave me a weird look and I didn't think anything of it, so we went to bed. After a few minutes of her on Twitter and me on Reddit, we put our phones down and roll over to go to sleep. Then we both hear the words, good night, in a child's voice. Creepy. Doesn't seem too strange, right? Well, considering there weren't children in the house, we both looked at each other like, why would you say goodnight like that? Then we realized neither of us had said it, and we left our room fairly quickly. <laughs> we went downstairs to lay on the couch and watch a little TV and come to our senses and figure out where those words could have come from. Then we both got that someone's watching you feeling, not like, oh, that dude over there has been staring at me, but a something will not take their eyes off me no matter what I do feeling. So we decided best to leave the house. We went to walk out the front door, but right as we were about to open it, we heard the child's voice again. This time it came from the balcony right above us in the entryway. Clear as day, a child said, 
Mommy and Daddy, we looked at each other. I may or may not have screamed. And we <laughs> ran to my car and decided to drive to the one place that was open in our shitty small Oregon town. Walmart. Oh, God. The problem was, as soon as we got in the car, we knew something had come with us. Oh, my God. And it was pissed at us for leaving. Oh. The second we got into my Honda, there was nothing but the feeling of hate instilled into both of us for no reason whatsoever. Whatever it was filled that car with hate. And now about 4 a.m., I have to be at work in five hours, so we decide to go back to her house and try to get some sleep to see what happens. We walk into the front door and nothing but quiet. We walk up the stairs, turn right, and suddenly it sounds like a dog is growling from her upstairs bathroom. It takes me a second, though, because I grew up with dogs, and all I could think was that it was just mine in there being weird. <laughs> Five seconds later, I realize I'm at her house, and no dog has ever set paw in there. Something was fucking growling at me, and I had no idea what. At this point, I'm fucking pissed at whatever is happening because I'm tired and need to sleep for work. So I come up with this brilliant plan of talking shit to whatever is causing all these problems. The only thing that sticks out at this point is me yelling, if you're so pissed, do something about it. <laughs> right after that, I feel something pull my shirt. I turn around thinking my girlfriend is playing a very unfunny joke on me, but no. She was still downstairs. Something pulled my shirt. After that, I decided it was time to leave for the night. At 6 a.m., we get in my car and drive to my mom's house. That car ride was much less hate-filled, and all the bad feelings were gone for a while. I went to work while my girlfriend slept at my mom's place, and when I got off, we went back to her house to check things. Everything seemed fine, except for the one picture of us she had hanging on her wall was knocked to the ground like something out of a fucking horror movie. <laughs> but she was she was too exhausted to care about my safety at that point, and I was so tired I was willing to let whatever was there kill just so I could get some rest. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks later, we moved out and haven't had any problems since. I never believed in the paranormal at all until this happened. I still question it. My brain thinks there has to be a logical explanation to all of it, and I'm sure there is, but I know she believes, and a piece of me believes that there's something else in that house. Creepy. It sounds like it. Yeah. Something there. It's weird that it would just start happening one yeah, day. Yeah, that, that is weird. It's, it's, it's like there's no rhyme or reason to any of this stuff. Sometimes it just makes you wonder if, like, they're traveling just everywhere. Yeah, and that's... They just end up in your house, you know, and... Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, fuck with these people for a while. <laughs> The Little Boy I shared this story before in a similar thread. One night when I was 10, I was asleep in my bed and was woken up by my bedroom door opening, then someone sitting on my bed. I felt the graze on my leg and the bed sink as they sat. Thinking it was my mom having something to tell me, I opened my eyes only to see a pale, eyeless, just black, empty sockets. Boy who seemed to be my age, sitting at the foot of my bed with his legs crossed, staring at me, or facing my direction since he had no eyes. He then reached his hand toward me, and he was holding what looked like a little black box. I was freaked out, but as I reached to grab it, he hesitantly pulled back. I reached out further for it and said, give it. As I did so, I blinked, and by the time I reopened my eyes, he was gone. The spot on the bed were where he was sitting, lifted back into place, but the imprint of someone sitting there was still present. 
I told my mom in the morning and she was slightly freaked, but assured me I was just dreaming. Fast forward five years. I had my girlfriend over to do homework. After homework, she took a nap while she waited for her parents to pick her up. When they arrived, I tried waking her to let her know. I nudged her and she opened her eyes so sudden, already looking in the direction of the corner of the room where the wall meets the ceiling, lifting her finger and pointing. And as fast as she awoke, she fell asleep again. I attempted to wake her again. She came to full consciousness and I asked her what the hell that was about and explained what she just did. She said, oh, I thought I was dreaming, but on the, up on the wall, I saw a little boy with no eyes just there in a Spider-Man pose staring at me. Oh my God. That's when I freaked out and told her the story for the first time of when I saw what I guessed was the same kid. Fast forward another five years, still with the same girlfriend, and by this time we had a two-year-old daughter. We were living in my old bedroom at my parents' house. My daughter would wake up at the same time every night and start talking. For a while, we thought it was a normal baby thing until I noticed it was almost the same conversation every night. I playfully asked her one night who she was talking to every night. She responded, a little boy. He talks to me. He's nice. He's lost and looking for his mommy. I told my mom what happened the next morning, and before I got to tell her what I thought, she said, I remember when that happened to you. Then your girlfriend. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> By then, neither my girlfriend or I have seen the little boy after our first encounter, but my daughter continued her nightly conversations until we got our own place later that year. Crazy. That's creepy. Yes. Especially, what the fuck is up with the ghosts or whatever up in the corner of the ceiling? I know. Staring at you. What the fuck? I don't know. Reminds me. The time lapse. So this was several years ago when I was a total deadbeat and lived with my then girlfriend's parents. They had a tri-level house with the basement that contained our living space and my girlfriend and I's bedroom. Upstairs was the living space for everyone else, the dining room and kitchen. The third level had the master bedroom and two additional bedrooms for my girlfriend's sisters. I was home alone one night with her parents off with friends, my girlfriend at a friend's, and her sisters were at an all-night church thing. I elected to stay home and play WoW all night. World of Warcraft. Oh. Okay. (laughs) Where my computer and desk sat, right above my head was an AC vent. Often I could hear her sister playing in her room from that vent. I was leveling my paladin or something when I heard laughing and giggling coming from the vent. Nobody was supposed to be home, so my heart picked up. I glanced at the clock on my computer and it read 1.36 a.m. I remember this all very distinctly. I went to go investigate and headed upstairs. The way the landing sits at the top of those stairs, you can turn left and either go upstairs or go into the kitchen. I climbed the second set of stairs and opened the first door on the left, which was her young sister's room, which is directly above the basement. Inside, I used the light of my phone to illuminate as best I could. I saw a small figure, what I assumed was a small girl, wrapped in a white sheet in the center of the room. Q pants shitting. <laughs> this figure, this young girl, stops playing with the dolls and slowly looks at me. 
I let out the most ear-shattering scream you can imagine. (laughs) My skin crawls just thinking about it, and my chest tightens just remembering it. I wish I could tell you what transpired, but I remember waking up at the bottom of the landing, right next to the door of the kitchen. I stumbled into the kitchen to get a drink of water and contemplate what the fuck just happened. I glanced at the clock on the microwave. The clock read 4.46 a.m. We never found the sheet the next day, but the dolls the figure was playing with were sitting in the middle of the room, away from the toy chest, which they were inside of that after... Inside of that. (laughs) Yes. When she cleaned her room, which is across the room. (laughs) Whatever. That's fucking creepy. (laughs) Yes, it is. And then this is my last one. The figure on the road. Okay, this may take a bit of doing, so bear with me. Okay, Army Base, West Germany. A still dark autumn evening must have been warm because it was the kind of temperature you don't notice. Me, 13, and a mate, 15, just dossing around before I had to go in. Behind the flats where we live was a green area with a play area. Only one street light, so it was very dark compared to our street and the well-lit main route through the camp, which was about 80 to 100 meters away from where walking. <laughs> that didn't make No traffic, nothing. It was never busy, and this was on a weekend evening, so literally no traffic and no one out, and about as far as we could tell, which suited two teenagers just fine, thanks. Bear with me, this is important. (laughs) So we're heading between our respective blocks of flats and into the darkened park area, and we stopped dead. On the main road, moving right to left was a figure, vaguely person-shaped, but undulating and waving like cloth underwater. It glided along the middle of the road. Based on what it obscured behind it as it moved, I estimated it to be between 8 to 10 foot, but at the very least it was larger than average man size. This shape, this thing, was not walking. There was none of the slight up and down motion of walking. It just glided, smoothly, at a fast walking pace, I'd guess, and it was black. Not someone wearing black clothes black. It was a hole cut into the night. No reflections, no shadows or shades, just blackness. It seemed like a lifetime as I soaked this detail up. In reality, it couldn't have been more than two or three seconds. I whispered, do you see that? My friend in a whisper replied, yes. And the fucking thing changed direction toward us. The last image I have before we broke out, before we broke and ran was of it rising up as it came over the curb. This is what makes it real for me. This is something that had mass, that obeyed at least something of the physical world. It moved from the brightly lit road into the same darkness in which we stood. We broke and ran for our lives. Back onto our street and into my mate's block, the fucker then bolted back to his own home, leaving me wondering how the hell I was going to get to my block. (laughs) After a while, the fear of the repercussions... For my dad, for being late in, overrode my fear of what might be out there in the night. So I ran, eyes straight ahead, the ten or so meters to my own front door. I was in too much trouble for being late to even say anything when I got home. Sometimes when I'm walking and the night is warm and still and quiet, I think about it and I wonder what I'd do if I ever saw it again. 
Run away or face it down and maybe solve a 30-year-old mystery? Honestly, I just don't know. Holy shit. That is creepy. Yes, it is. And that's all I got on that. All right. I did unexplainable things, maybe glitch in the matrix. Years ago, I was talking to a colleague. He was a nice guy, but too young for me and not my type. In any event, he was leaving to move abroad the following month. I was divorced and 40 years old. While we were talking, I got what I can only describe as a vivid image in my mind. It was of myself and this colleague. We were married with two children and living in a very hot place. Fast forward five years and all of this came true. He stayed in England and a few months later we dated. Then we got married and had two children when I was in my mid-40s. Then out of the blue, he was offered a job in the Middle East and we moved there. I know it's a coincidence, but it's really strange. Is it a coincidence? Though? I don't know. There's no fucking way it's coincidence. That does, that's not what a coincidence means. No. She that's saw like what was going to happen. a vision. Yeah, that's a premonition. I was once on my own in my family home. Family were all on holiday and I only had the keys. I was making jam. I came to put it in jars and couldn't find half the lids. So I left the lidless jars in the pantry and went to bed. I got up in the morning and all the lidless jars now had lids screwed on tight and, and ev- in every jar was a dead spider. Yeah. What? <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. It's like, here, I'll put the lids on for you, but here's a little present. <laughs> Maybe they thought they were being nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> As a teenager, there were several of us having a seance. Someone asked if there was a god. A wine glass shot off the table, shattered in midair, and all of the pieces fell on the floor. I still remember it to this day. That's weird. That's creepy. About 15 years ago, I was tidying my room, and suddenly there was a loud pop in one ear, followed by the sound of people talking. It was the strangest feeling, almost like hearing a conversation, and then the people realize and move away. It faded to nothing. The voices were in my head, if you know what I mean, rather than being like overhearing people in the next room or next door. Oh, that was it. (laughs) That's weird. Right after uh, their ear popped? That's weird. They heard something after their ear popped. Hmm. Next one, I was making myself a cup of tea, then put the milk back in the fridge after using it. The doorbell rang, so I answered it, and when I came back to get my cup of tea, the milk was beside my cup. I thought it was weird, but maybe I got distracted by the door and put it down instead of putting it away. I took it to the fridge, opened the door, and there was the milk. I had two identical milks. We had definitely only bought one carton, so I have no idea what happened. That's weird. I know. What the fuck? Where'd the milk come from? I don't know. It's like that one I did with the, um, what was it? Like a barbecue sauce? Barbecue, yes. That's what I always think of. It's like, where did it go? And how did it show up later? What the fuck? Weird. (laughs) Stupid food items. I know, right? Oh, my God. Uh, My godfather died about 30 years ago on his 53rd birthday. I missed seeing him by a matter of hours. I traveled up from London with a birthday card for him and reached the hospital only to be told he was gone. Just after Christmas, I decided to make yet another attempt to sort out 
the, the loft, found an old bag with a card in it with my grand or my godfather's name in my handwriting on it. It was the card I had brought with me for him on that day I had traveled up to see him. It just felt particularly odd that I should find it on my own 53rd birthday. Yeah. I went to an event with my very first digital camera. This was back in the 90s when they were quite a new thing. I took lots of photos in the morning and then at around lunchtime, I realized I had lost the camera. I was gutted. I retraced my steps, asked at every stall I had stopped out whether it had been handed in, but there was no trace of it. At the end of the day, I went back to my locked hotel room, quite some distance from the event, and the camera was sitting right in the middle of my bed with all of the photos from the morning on it. Ooh, creepy. What is that? What is that? Oh, no. Holy shit. My husband came home from work upset because he had lost his wedding ring. He never takes it off except to shower, so we figured it must have slipped off somehow. He was frantically looking around for it, and we turned the house upside down. We even went back to his work to search the car park, but with no luck. Later that day, I was in the kitchen alone when I heard the sound of something hitting the floor. Mm-hmm. I turned around, and right there on the floor, a couple of feet away for, uh, was his wedding ring. It was as if it had just appeared out of thin air. Ugh, I don't like those. What is I got chills? I Where is all this stuff going? I don't know. Like, legitimate. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. Oh, my God. I undertook the same journey frequently. 45 minutes door to door. Ruralish route. Only one way to go. Except once it took me 30 minutes, which is physically impossible. I checked my phone text message half an hour earlier to a friend to say I was leaving. I checked the time on my phone against the watch and radio. It's not physically possible for me to have done it in the in this time. I'm still mystified. Wow. What the weird. fuck? I don't know. You know, it was really weird. And I still don't know. I don't know what happened. I mean, I'm assuming I just looked at it wrong. But I had, I had gotten off work a little bit early. It was about a half an hour early. So I figured... I was going to be home around 3.45, okay? Mm-hmm. So I pull in my driveway. I look at my clock on, in, my, in my car, and I, gl- I just glance at it right before I turn my car off, and it said 4 o'clock on the dot. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, why did it take me so long to get home? And I walked in, and the first thing I do, I looked at my clock on my stove, and it said 3.45. But I swore I looked at the clock and it said four o'clock. Hmm. It was weird. But it was three, four. It was like the time it was supposed to be. Yeah. But I swear I looked at the clock and it said four. Now, when you got in your car again after that was the, the time, time was right. right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it was weird. I'm sure I just like, I don't know. I swore I saw four o'clock. That was weird. Okay, next one. Years ago, I had a signed photo of Andy Peters and Ed the Duck which is British uh, kids TV presenters. It was when I was a young child. I left it at my mom's house in the loft with my childhood stuff when I went to uni. My mom had left the house and moved in with my stepdad at his house. I never had a room there and the boxes of my childhood stuff were never unpacked. In the meantime, I lived in four separate towns before my current town. I hadn't been back much to the house since she had died nine nine years ago. A family member still lives there, so we haven't cleared that loft yet. 
two years ago in a laundry bag, but about three years ago in my current town, which has never been anywhere but my current house, I found my signed picture at the bottom of it one day. I have racked my brain how it could have gotten there. It was definitely mine. I have a fairly unusual name and it was the same, it had the same folded corner. There is literally no way it could have gotten there. I have no old childhood books it could have been in and fallen out of. I haven't gotten anything out of that loft ever. I actually accused my sister of playing a joke and we both ended up in tears. I found it so scary as it was totally impossible. That's weird. That is weird. Like, what does it mean? What? It, why? What? Yeah. Why did it end up there? Yeah. Why? Why what that picture? Like, yeah. What the fuck? So weird. Next one, we lost the remote control for the TV. I searched and searched for it. I had to give up and order a replacement. The delivery man knocked on the door. I went and got the, the parcel, which had the new remote in it. I went back to the living room. The original remote was on the floor in the middle of the room. I had just left. <laughs> it wasn't in there when I left. I can't explain it. Made the hairs stand up on the back of my neck. I literally had something like that happen. We lost the remote for our TV. It was actually the fire stick remote. So mm. the little one. Yeah. Lost it. Like, I mean, for weeks. Turned everything upside down. Looked for it fucking everywhere. Could not find it. Finally ordered a replacement. And like two weeks later, I lifted up the couch cushion. It was right there. I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> You couldn't have and done that a couple weeks ago. And you lifted the cushion before. Absolutely. We <laughs> so many fucking times we looked. I mean, it was, that was the first place we looked was under the couch yeah. cushion. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> well, whoever did it was an asshole. Right? <laughs> do that shit. I mean, if, if you're going to do it, that's fine. But don't give it back before I order a new one. <laughs> don't make me spend money. Okay. I recently rode the bus to a hospital appointment listening to my playlist on shuffle. As I was walking into the hospital, Kyrie by Mr. Mister was halfway through and I switched my phone off. I checked in with the receptionist and could still hear the song playing. I checked my phone. It was off. The song was playing on the hospital radio. I caught the second half of it. I mean, it's a top tune, but this was 30 plus years after the release and it wasn't even a massive hit here. Totally bizarre. Hmm. Little coincidence, I think. Yeah. I have a very visually distinct necklace. One day I took it off and it disappeared. I looked everywhere for it, finally giving up and writing it off as lost forever. A few weeks later, I was dusting the ceiling fan when I noticed a shadow in the light globe. I thought it was a shadow of a bug, so I unscrewed the globe from the fan. No bug. The shadow was my necklace. Ooh, I got chills I on that too. one. How in the hell I, did it get in there? I don't know. What the fuck? I would freak out. I would too. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, my sister and I were playing the age-old game of get the fuck out of my room. <laughs> if you I know that game well. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever played it before. All you do is try to get the intruder out. I managed to get her outside the door, but she was trying to push it open while I was attempting to close it. Suddenly, I slammed it shut, meaning I won. I turned around 
And there was my very confused sister wondering how she had ended up back in my room. In her confusion, I managed to get her back out. What the fuck? I got like head to toe chills. Oh my God. She teleported. She did. She wanted in that fucking room. <laughs> oh wow. God. Holy shit. I wouldn't even think to push her out again. I know. I would, I would be, be like, so scared. I'd be what? like, you can stay. It's fine. You can be in here. <laughs> yeah. like, you want it that bad. You really want it in here. <laughs> I'll just leave. You can have it. You can have whatever you want. <laughs> okay. When I was in high school, I had a vivid dream where I was in science class sitting in a different seat than usual. I also had a different clicker the remote used to enter answers during quizzes and one of my friends said a very off-color joke to the teacher the next day a couple in class had to be separated so i moved seats and was given a clicker based on my new seat and my friend said the joke from my dream that i was convinced he wouldn't do to his personality i remember sitting in my chair completely confused and in awe hmm that's crazy. Next one, I have two dogs. Everything we do is very routine. The other night, I let them out to potty. They went out in their very normal order, sniffing and doing their business. I gave my normal verbal reminder to stop messing around so we could go back inside. It's the same thing every day. They came running back in, but for some reason, my short-haired, medium-sized brown dog didn't come. I stood there for a few more minutes waiting for this dog I knew for certain was coming, just like every other day. It was going to, uh, I was going to call the brown dog when I realized I couldn't remember its name. Then it all came crashing down on me. I only have two dogs. I don't know if it was a glitch in the matrix, a momentary lapse of sanity, or a quick slip into an alternate dimension, but I was so absolutely certain I had a third dog. I could describe in detail what this other dog looked like, even though I've never had a dog matching what I expected, nor do any of my neighbors. That's crazy. That is crazy. What the fuck? That was like that one where I did where he was like just walking up to his building and like all of a sudden it like didn't seem yeah, like he, familiar. Yeah. Weird. I woke up in the morning and saw a trailer for a movie called Hannah. I was then scrolling through my Google calendar and saw it was my friend Hannah's birthday. Later on in the night, I had some friends come over and ordered DoorDash. The delivery girl's name was Hannah. I went out that night and got the number of a girl named Hannah. We dated for about six months. Nothing else came of the relationship, but that was extremely bizarre coincidence. That is weird. Yeah. Next one, I was rolling a toy plane across my desk. It fell off and just disappeared. I didn't lose it. It disappeared. There was nowhere for it to go, but I never saw it again. That's weird. It is weird. Now that fucking little toy plane hit someone in the head somewhere Yeah. Else. They're like, where the fuck did this come from? That is, what the fuck? I don't know. Oh my God. Okay. I used to have a weird telepathic bond with my dad. We lived in different countries, and every time I'd think of him, he would call me or vice versa. It happened so often that I stopped questioning it after a while. It just was. He passed away a few years ago, and I miss him every day. A few years ago, I was crossing the street, and this little old lady wearing a pink and blue jacket was joyously crossing in the opposite direction with a smile on her face. 
My view was temporarily blocked by a tall man between us. When the tall man walked past me, the lady was gone. I looked back three times in disbelief. She was gone. The street wasn't super busy or anything, just a few people walking, quite a lot of open spaces, so there was no place she could have hidden. And why would she anyway? This was the first and last time I had such an experience. Hmm. Weird. You think she was following the tall guy? Like she was his mom? Oh, maybe. She seemed happy, which is great. (laughs) Next one, I left my office one day to pick up lunch. On the way, I saw an old colleague I hadn't seen for years at a gas station. I was going to pull in and say hello, but I was busy and hungry, so I continued driving. At about 3 p.m. that day, I was told he had died in a car crash that morning about 50 miles up the same road where I saw him. Oh, That is sad. He should have said hi. Yeah. Uh, my brother got a lucky rabbit foot keychain. I was tossing it in the air and catching it. One time it went up and didn't come down. 30 years later, I was working in the ceiling and found it on the heat duct that was covered by a drop ceiling. What? What? There is like, there's got to be like little pockets everywhere that there has to be that lead somewhere else. There has to be. Has to. So That's so weird. Uh, Years ago, I used to get up for work around 3 a.m. So I'd go to bed by eight. Three nights in a row, I woke up at the same time because of something weird. The first night I had a vivid dream about a ghost. The second night, I had sleep paralysis and saw a demon in my room. The third night, I was woken up to a loud bang. The morning after the last night, I was off from work, so I managed to sleep in. When I got up, I heard helicopters overhead. I flipped on the TV, and the news was running a story about a guy being swallowed by a sinkhole while he was sleeping. It was on the street behind my house, and it happened at the same time I had woken up those three nights. The bang I heard the previous night was the sinkhole. Oh, my gosh. Holy fuck. Sinkholes are terrifying. Oh, my. I know. Next one, I was watching the Santa Claus 2 and looked up who played the Tooth Fairy. It was Art LaFleur. I looked at his IMDB page, expecting to see a death date, and was happily surprised to see he was still alive. Literally the next day, it was announced he died. Nope. That's kind of weird. Yeah. I know. Uh, Earlier this year, my mom, sisters, and I were going shopping out of town. The night before, I dreamed we were at Target and a shooter came into the store. I woke up terrified and was on edge all day. During the drive to town, my mom told me that she also dreamed of a shooting. While we were shopping at a store, I suddenly went, it suddenly went into lockdown because the the mall next door where we planned to go next had a gang-related shooting. That whole day was weird and horrifying. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Okay. I work as an EMT. My partner and I play a game where we try to guess the name and age of our patient before we go pick them up. All we know are vague details about the patient's condition and where they're going. I've been right about both the name and age at least seven times. I mean, really, what are the odds of out of all the names and possible ages? I happen to guess the ones that are exactly right for the particular patient. Gotta thank those gut feelings. Hmm. Next one, I used to have visions or daydreams that I was driving high above a winding road through hills, stopping at the top of a valley with a small village spread below me. The vision was incredibly detailed. 
I could see a farm down to my right, a church and cemetery down to my left, and as well as a handful of houses. Well, in 2012, I was driving through Saskatchewan in my RV looking for some land to buy. Every potential place fell through, but I decided to try one last option, even though it was a bit off the beaten path. Next thing I knew, I was driving high above the road, winding through hills, and sure enough, the land I was going to look at was nestled in a valley. Everything was there, the church, cemetery, the farm, even a log cabin. It was all exactly as it had been in my vision. I made an offer on the spot and didn't lose any sleep waiting for the offer to be accepted. I knew I'd found my land. Hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And this is my last one. A friend in high school told me she had a gift and asked me to give her a personal item that meant a lot to me. I handed her my bracelet and she held it for a couple of minutes, then told me that she saw a yellow house on a hill and that something bad was going to happen there. My grandma, whom my friend had never met, lived in a yellow house on a hill in another city. I didn't think too much of it until a year and a half later when my grandma was murdered in her pool at that yellow house on the hill. I've always believed that some folks have a gift, and my friend definitely did. Hmm. That's sad. Yeah. All right. It's time for the witty wrap-up. Yeah. Did funny tweets. Okay. My quit. Mm, yeah. <laughs> My kid was struggling to put her shirt on and screamed, this is unacceptable, like a teeny tiny CEO. (laughs) My 10-year-old made me a custom wordle, and the word was erect. Mm -hmm. He kept saying, it's a hard one. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Facebook friend, what a busy day. Aiden had a soccer tournament. And then we completely remodeled the kitchen. Then we did a 20-mile bike ride and finished the day with reading 15 chapters of a book. Me is impressed that I actually finished reading her post. (laughs) (laughs) That was my accomplishment for the day. (laughs) My four-year-old went through my phone and confronted me like I cheated on her. You took a lot of pictures of this baby. What's that about? (laughs) Dare you. (laughs) Apparently, my kid got in trouble today for packing our toaster in his backpack and pulling it out at lunch to make Pop-Tarts for his class. (laughs) I can't stop laughing. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Kids are funny. (laughs) Ten-year-old daughter learned PowerPoint and offered to help me make one for court with bunnies in the background but i told her it probably needed to be more serious than that 12 year old okay i can put top hats on the bunnies <laughs> <laughs> that's so cute it is cute kids any other day i can't find it where is it help me kids on easter i can see a small purple egg with pink polka dots <laughs> hidden under that shrub 40 feet away and by the way, it's laying in the grass. It probably has nine jelly beans inside. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> my husband, what the? My seven-year-old, you almost said fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you may be tough, but you're not. Just sat through a fourth grade recorder concert tough. Oh, no. Ugh, I hated those things. Yeah, it was bad. 
In case you've ever doubted the brilliance of a toddler, mine just told me that a kid in her class is allergic to peanut butter, so I have to send her chocolate instead. <laughs> Whoever evaluated my son for vocabulary and said it was below average sure didn't ask him any Minecraft questions because he would go on and on about mining for lapis to complete the pink structure that looks like an oxid... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that word is. I've already eaten all the candy, so my kids will open their Easter eggs to find packets of Kikamon soy sauce. Oh my god. <laughs> that would be disappointing. Yes, it would. <laughs> I'm at my most hypocritical when I'm telling my kid that she's responsible for her school things as I'm frantically searching for my keys. <laughs> My wife was trying to tell our five-year-old a story, and two minutes into the story, he interrupts and says, Who are you even talking to? <laughs> my kid, Mommy, help! There's a bump in my shoe. Same kid. Oh, I was bleeding before, but forgot to tell you. <laughs> Society, always make sure your kids wear a seatbelt. School buses, fuck them kids. <laughs> wondered that i know isn't I, that weird it is weird how hard would it be to put seatbelts i don't buses? know it's like it's against the law not to wear exactly. a seatbelt but but these but little kids don't you can stick your kids in this big old tin can <laughs> yeah. and no seatbelts and drive down the road you know it's like weird you would think that they would put seatbelts in it yeah it's weird there are way too many people in here my seven-year-old's review of where's waldo <laughs> the morning drop-off teacher said bye have a good day and my brain wanted to say bye you too and instead i said bluetooth so that'll make you that'll make for great anxiety fuel for years to come <laughs> bluetooth <laughs> the teacher was probably like what seriously you just hide your face and run <laughs> later didn't mean to say that <laughs> My parenting books didn't prepare me for how many stuffed animals I'd have to put to bed. <laughs> there has never been a more pure show of unbridled optimism than my wife believing she could work on her grad school paper in the same room as our twin six-year-old boys. Oh, gosh. Yeah, no, that's not happening. <laughs> and my last one. Five-year-old. Mommy, did you get that kind of turkey I like at the store? Me. Ham? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute that's all i got all right thank you guys for listening we appreciate it send in your stories we need them and we'll take anything goals night out podcast to gmail.com uh you can look us up on facebook request to join the group rate review and subscribe wherever you listen and we will talk to you next week later bye